0: Welcome, I'm Dan Daly and I'm the publisher of the Director's Letter and Executive Insight Videos. Uh, Today, for you, our clients and our customers, we're going to do something a little bit different. As most of you know, we are not reporters. We are instead commenters on business, primarily business stories that are relevant to you in the operations uh, of your company as a senior executive and member of the board. Uh, we know there are lots of services out there that are clipping services, and they're computer-generated newsletters, et cetera. And certainly, uh, you can get bombarded by Fox and CNN. So we're going to try to do something a little bit different today that hopefully will be meaning to you, and just talk about some of the things that we see, perhaps from a risk, a macro risk standpoint that maybe you may, may, may be aware of all of these things, you may not be aware of some of them, uh, but you may not be looking at that in the total context of how they infect, affect the day-to-day operations of your company. So let's let's talk a little bit and start with asking you, what is the mission of your company, and does the culture of your company today support that particular mission? So I think what we probably ought to look at here is, uh, from an external standpoint, who are your customers? Who are your clients? And from an internal standpoint, who are your workforce? So there's, there's, there's a lot going on in terms of activities on a global basis, and most of those activities will be the same for your clients and customers, and also your workforce. So let's, let's, let's touch on some of them right today. Regretfully, uh, our company is a country rather is very much divided. In my lifetime, I've never seen the level of uh, uh, disdain for other individuals and I've never seen the political divisions that exist here today. And believe me, our friends, our enemies, are all watching us very carefully. So this this applies to the stress that your customers and clients are under, but also your your workforce. So, uh, what are these distractions? Well, just to get out, there's a lot of them. Uh, the migrant situation is really now a catastrophe and everybody, whether it's their number one issue, it's an issue to them. And they're saying the cities, the towns can only absorb so many of these people. So it's, it's gone beyond a moral issue. it's totally practical. Where can we put all these people and how can we process them? And how are we going to modify, stop or make this more efficient? So the border crisis is very significant. Uh, the Middle East, and we'll spend some time on that a little bit later. The Middle East is a crisis. Uh, it had a definite impact on Harvard College. We'll come back and see the relevance to there. So the Middle East is a major, is a, is a major factor. Uh, Ukraine, Ukraine, in my opinion, is a real tragedy. And we have to look, have the, has the United States abandoned its role as a world leader relative to what we are not doing in the Ukraine? And then, of course, there are the wonderful friends of ours, Russia, China, Iran, and North Korea. All significant, all significant threats. So we have to work on the assumption that our clients, our customers, and our workforce are being bombarded currently, and that will increase significantly with political ads. And some of them will be unbelievable, some people will, won't, won't believe any of them, some will believe all of them, and some will certainly just ignore them. None of that is a particularly good thing. But mark my words, the political advertising will get rougher and it will be more common and it'll be more of a challenge to both your workforce, you, uh, in your leadership positions and also your customers. The other thing is marketing calls. I don't know how you feel about it, but marketing calls, maybe it's because we're older, marketing calls are nonstop. We must get 10 marketing calls a day and they're totally irrelevant. So, marketing calls are increasing, and that's a source of frustration. It's a distraction. They're invading our homes. They're invading our businesses and our lives. Marketing calls. And the other thing, which to me is a little more intellectual, is the ongoing never-stop discussion of AI. Well, I'm not an engineer. I'm not a technocrat, but I know enough about AI to know it's important. But it's everywhere. It's affecting everything. And, and frankly, AI is not everywhere, and it's not affecting everything. And to get our arms around, like, who is using it uh, from a corporate standpoint and a positive standpoint? Who is using it from an external political standpoint uh, or a national security standpoint? And how are they using it? That's very good. And that's something that you that, that you worry about. I, I don't see that. I don't see that going uh, away. But that is something whereby if you add all this up, I'm being bombarded and it's going to increase with political advertising. I'm getting marketing calls trying to sell me something else. And by the way, I don't know whether AI is going to make my life better or it's going to be the end of the Western world as we know it. So all of these things are putting pressure and at the same time are distractions to your customers, to your clients, and to your workforce. And what's gonna happen? Well, what happens a little bit is people go into this shell and a little bit of self-protecting. Some will go out and buy more things, others will stop buying. So from a corporate standpoint, you have to worry all of these issues are going to have an impact. Some might be positive, some may be negative, on your workforce, your clients and your customers, okay? Now at the same time, there are economic issues that you are dealing with, I'm sure, supply chain issues, pricing, etc., all those things. But that we're not talking about those today. We're talking about things that perhaps may not be addressed in the normal board meeting or meetings with your senior management and your staff. That's what we want to focus on here today. So, let's 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 assume that that these people, these individuals, you and me, Our workforce and our clients and customers are under a fair amount of stress and that is probably going to increase in the next 6 to 12 months and beyond. What are we going to do about it? Well I think uh, we have written quite a bit about about Harvard and you say, rightfully so, what do we care about Harvard? We write about it because it's a wonderful lesson of an elite institution, uh, one of the finest uh, universities in the world, not the finest but one of them. they lost it, in our opinion, and that goes with a lot of my friends who were graduates, uh, undergraduates, of the college on the graduate school. They lost it. They lost the focus on what was their mission, and the mission was to educate in the best possible circumstances the leaders of tomorrow. But what did the mission morph into? It was to be a social innovator. And all that blew up with, tragically, the Middle East situation. So Harvard is on the front page. They're doing this wrong. They're doing that wrong, etc. And it has challenged the credibility not only of Harvard, but elite universities. And in our opinion, it is because they changed their mission from educating, okay, in the best possible fashion, the leaders of tomorrow, to taking a role that was primarily, all right, social innovators the mission change, and the culture change, which supported that. There was not freedom of speech on campus. Professors in the administration may have thought there was, but ask the students. They were not. They were dictated a certain type of policy. Uh, It was taught in the classrooms. It was reinforced by the administration. So let's learn from that. That's the reason we've been writing about Harvard, because it's a great lesson about an elite institution run by, I think, very intelligent people who changed its mission And that was a tragedy and has done a lot of damage, okay? And that was supported by an appropriate change in culture. So we're not going to discuss today how Harvard's going to change that. That's their problem. But let's talk about your company and what might be the threat to your mission and culture. First of all, I think it's important for you to start off and say, okay, what is the mission of our company? Okay, and in no particular order, one of the first things has to be, the safety of your workforce. That could be physical safety, but it also can be mental health safety. And all these distractions, like it or not, is going to have an impact on good mental health, which will impact on your production, your productivity, etc. So we start off and we say, okay, what's the mission? What's the mission of your company? It's workforce, the safety and performance of your workforce. Right alongside of that is just as important is the mission is what is your product service tangible technology what is it okay and where does it stand relative to competitors so part of of your mission is to be the best you can under the circumstances relative to the product that you are producing on a domestic or a global basis and you can certainly see how that ties right back in to the status of your of your workforce now Then the second thing is, do you have a culture in that company that supports the performance and safety of your workforce and the excellence of the productivity of your products? The culture supports the mission. So what is the mission? Is it agreed upon by the management and the board? Is it part of the long-term plan? Is the long-term plan, as we've discussed previously, is it updated on a regular basis? Is the long-term plan disseminated is it reviewed is it utilized so those are all important things that generate the mission and the responsibility for the culture is the board and the senior management so you have to ask ask those questions what are what are you doing relative to okay having a culture and supporting that mission so we define the mission and we have the culture that supports it now an awful lot of that if we think about it is the is the danger of doing right, let me go back to harvard for a minute of losing sight of what is that mission all right the mission is to produce a high quality product competitive on a global basis and to maintain the safety and productivity of your workforce and therefore maintaining the sustainability of the company over time which is your responsibility to all of the stakeholders, and the stakeholders are your employees, your customers, etc. So not an easy task, but one that shouldn't be assumed, and I think right now you ought to go back and challenge, what is the mission of the company, how are we accomplishing that, and do we have the culture to support that? Now part of that is what is the message? And one of the dangerous things that i think you as leaders of your company have to be concerned about who is delivering the message for your company in our opinion okay it's one of two people it's the ceo or it's the chairman or lead director that's it nobody else speaks for the company why because it's a single message it's a single mission and it's representative of the culture that carries out that mission so you don't have a lot of people speaking and they don't speak casually best companies strong companies have one or two spokespeople who are sending the same message okay and that is with the approval of the board and the senior management committee so loose lips sink ships ceo chairman of the board or 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 the lead director and everybody else should be looking and saying well is that message truly the mission of our company and then look eternity and do we really honestly have the culture that supports that mission. And if you find something that's a a distraction and you're going off into here, like a Harvard did, to be social innovators, uh, then somebody's got to raise their hand and say, wait a second, we're off mission here. All right. So this applies to an excessive commitment to ESG or an excessive commitment to DEI. All wonderful things, all of concern to the company, but they are not the mission of the company. They are part of the culture that supports that mission. But being a social innovator is not the mission of a for-profit company and often not the mission, okay, of a a non-profit. So one of the things you want to ask and keep track of is all of these programs that are going on, okay, and a lot of them have great social and public support and all of these things. You have to ask as a leader and a fiduciary, are these supporting or are these threatening the mission and the culture of my company? So it's, it's a new day. It's a new day that's coming. And let me just kind of close with one other thing, which is of definite concern to me, is if we look back over these presidential primaries, they were rough. And I've had some uh, experience in, in politics. Uh, new Hampshire primary, very rough. They generate a uh, an AI generative uh, call, Joe Biden's voice telling uh, people not to vote in the Democratic primary vote vote for in the general election. wasn't true. It was just wrong. Now I'm not sure what it accomplished, but the fact that that came out and they were robocalls with an AI generated repeat of version of Joe Biden, suing something that was totally inappropriate to me. That's a little bit scary. And then if you read some of the things that went on in the South Carolina primary, they were uh, generated cartoons with people's uh, face superimposed on top. They were phony stories released on uh, social media, things like this. I don't think that's going to get better. I think it's going to get worse. And so the average person is trying to meet their mortgage. Uh, They're trying to keep their kids in school. They're trying to take care of their health insurance, et cetera. They're working hard in your company, their company, et cetera, and all of these things are distractions. So, what do they do? Do they listen to all these stories? Do they ignore them? Do they have the time to filter out uh, what's what's true and what's not true? That is very distracting, and the result is it puts me and it puts the workers, your clients, and your customers under undue mental stress. So I'm not sure how you deal with that, but you should be aware, running your company, that that's going on out there. And you're looking, and maybe you talk to your customers, and what do you think about such and such? And you talk to employees, what's that? And the company, all right, does not have a social moral mission. It does things that are honest. It does things that are moral. It does things for mankind, but it has a mission And that mission is supported by the culture and it's the sustainability of that company. It is not being a social innovator. So in a leadership position, if you find the company going off over here, it's your responsibility to raise your hand and say, I don't think we're doing this the right way. If you're a leader, it's also your responsibility to to try to estimate as best you can, what are your customers thinking? Not necessarily about your company, but about the economy in general, or society in general that may impact their willingness to buy your product, sell your product, etc. So it it isn't it isn't just a simple thing. It's worrying about where is the head and the thinking of your customers. But just as important, perhaps more important, is for you to worry about where is the the behavioral situation and the mental health situation of your employees. Basically Political discussions, we have always said, social discussions, no place in the corporate environment. Not on company property and not on company time. Why? Because that type of discussion is a no-win situation. Let me repeat that. That type of discussion on company time or on company property is a no-win situation. If you think it's a win situation, if you think your company has an obligation to do it, in our opinion, You're making a big mistake so there is no discussion of of politics uh, in the company there is no uh, internal meetings using companies not going to be there if you do that you're going to open up pandora's box and it's going to be a big mistake so what does this come down to it puts more responsibility on you as a senior executive or member of the board to worry about all these business challenges that are out there the geopolitical challenges that are out there and all of, let's put them in a category, all of these mental health challenges that are out there that I think are going to be very significant over the next six to 12 months. I think it's gonna be a very demanding time and it's gonna require the board with input from other people and some from executives and people to say, where are we, what are we doing? What should we be worried about? You've got all these other things that you're experienced with and you worry about those. These are new and in our opinion, they're going to be more important than perhaps they ever were in your business lifetime in my business lifetime so all we're doing here is just saying be aware of the changes that we feel are coming be aware of the demands on you in your leadership position and unfortunately worry more about all of these things regarding mental health depression etc not just buzzwords they're very real this is 2024 and I think we're coming up to a very challenging time. It's one that America can respond to. It's one that corporate America can take a leadership position on, but you can't do the ostrich ploy and stick your head in the sand. You've got to run your company in a very focused, performance-oriented way. You've got to worry. You've got to worry about the mission. You've got to worry about the culture. You've got to worry about all the stakeholders and your employees, your customers, etc. This is a full load, so it certainly is not business as usual. If one of your executives or a member of the board thinks this is business as usual, let me be blunt. It's time for that individual to leave. This is a different game. It's a very different game. Now, someone may say, it's the same thing. We've been through all this before. Well, maybe you have, but I haven't been there. So uh, we wish you the best of luck. We hope you take this in the vein uh, that it is meant. It is not meant to criticize you. It is merely to mention a lot of things, some of which you know, some of which you don't know, and combine them and say, unfortunately, as fiduciaries, as leaders, we've just added some things to your plate. So we wish you the best of luck, and we certainly will be commenting on a regular basis with these type of issues as we're going forward. So best of luck, and thank you for your attention.